The Boston bombing case was ultimately solved by cameras that picked up images of the suspects. That's probably going to happen a lot more now that we have cameras on the streets and in our pockets. But what about when we turn those cameras on members of law enforcement? Here's such a tale from London. Fred Grace and Gemma Atkinson are filmmakers in the city. They're also a couple. So one afternoon in 2009, they took the subway, the tube, home after a meeting. But as they made their way out of the station, they were stopped by police. Here's Fred. You come up the stairs and you have the barriers for your tickets. As we came through there, a sniffer dog was right on top of me. Because sometimes in London they do random, uh, they're called stop and searches. So they'll have a load of police to look for people with drugs. And they have sniffer dogs. And then if the sniffer dog goes for you, then they'll do a search. Right. So the dog will come up to you, and it did for me as I came out the barrier. And a policeman comes straight up to you and goes, excuse me, sir, can you come over with me? And you go over with two officers and they take you sort of to the side of the station, but actually it's where the main concourse bit is, so where all the people are flooding out of. They tell you, you know, we're searching you for drugs and and we're going to go through your pockets and we're going to pat you down. And they have blue gloves and they pat you down. It is like it is quite humiliating because you're right in the middle of the station and everyone's walking past going, that guy's obviously got drugs on him. Did you? No, I didn't, no. So w- while this is all going on, uh, the whole thing is being filmed by your partner and colleague, Gemma Atkinson. What prompted you to get out your camera, or was it your uh, mobile phone? It was my mobile phone, um, simply because I'd seen it all happen. And in fact, I saw the woman with the sniffer dog point Fred out before we came through the barriers. And I waited patiently as he was taken to the Congos and started to be searched. And I stood close by, waiting for the search to finish. And it didn't. It went on and on. So I stood back slightly and got my phone out to start filming. I just think it's important to film our police as they go about their business if you think possibly their activities aren't quite right. So I was filming in the concourse. I went to film the woman, the sniffer dog, and I filmed some other random young guy who was also being searched as I walked back along to to continue filming Fred. And that's when an officer came up to me and said, do you realise it's an offence to film police officers under the Terrorism Act? What the police officers told Gemma wasn't entirely true. The Terrorism Act is a British law that came into effect in the year 2000. There's a key passage, Section 58A, that says in part that you're breaking the law if you film police and that the film is, quote, likely to be useful to a person committing or preparing an act of terrorism, end quote. The law was vaguely worded, but still, it didn't seem to apply to Gemma Atkinson. She was using her phone to film police performing a so-called stop-and-search of her boyfriend. Gemma says she put the phone away in her right pocket, but the police officers tried to wrestle it away from her. She slumped down to the ground, bringing her knees to her chest to block them. And it went on like that for a while. For half an hour it went on. They got different officers involved, but I kept telling them that what they were doing was wrong and it was unlawful. So for 30 minutes you're kind of in their grip and trying to keep them from getting into your right pocket? Wow. Yeah, so I stopped them getting into my pocket just by... I mean, they weren't. They could have easily launched in and got it, but they were trying to reason with me and I was trying to reason with them and then we would stand for a while and then they'd suddenly launch at me again so I'd slump down and then they'd tug me back up. Um, at one point they put handcuffs on me. It was really... I mean, it's it's... It's hard to get across quite how horrible a situation it is because you're completely powerless. In the end, the police didn't arrest Gemma Atkinson or her partner, Fred Grace. They let both of them go. But what had happened to Gemma? The two filmmakers couldn't let that go. They talked to a lawyer and threatened to challenge the Terrorism Act in court. It didn't get that far, but London's police force did issue new guidance to its officers. It was essentially just to tell the police to understand the law better, that you really couldn't just arrest someone for filming you, that you really had to have suspicion that it was 
a terrorist, that this person was actually going to use this footage to aid a terrorist act. Gemma Atkinson also reached a separate settlement with the police to compensate her for the treatment she'd received that day in the London subway station. She and Fred have used the money to make an animated film about their experience. One part of the film shows how Gemma's perception of law and order in Britain has changed over the years, from the friendly neighborhood cops of her childhood to intimations of an Orwellian police state today. I think we are getting to a kind of 1984 state. We're supposed to be fighting terrorists to keep our freedoms, and yet our own governments are taking our freedoms away. But in this animated film you've produced, uh, even you point out that the world is different now after 9-11, after the London bombings. I mean, there's a recent poll in the U.S. that shows more people are comfortable giving up some civil liberties and accepting high levels of surveillance to feel more secure. Do you think there's nothing we must accept in this new reality, or do you not accept the premise that the world has changed? I accept the world has changed and there are threats, but there have always been threats. We have constantly had threats of terrorism. I mean, going back um, centuries, London's been, been bombed. It's, it's, you're always going to have uh, uh, threats, but I think if you start to lose individual parts of your liberty, just little by little, when they're taken away from you, that's actually going to help us? I don't, I don't think it is. I don't think that's going to help police to, to, to fight terrorism. The police are here to protect us. They're not here to abuse us or cause us fear, which some of them do. If they've got nothing to hide, then uh, why are they right. afraid of being filmed? That's what everyone always says to us about CCTV. If you have nothing to hide. Here in the U.S., people have been arrested for videotaping the police. But in most states, the law allows citizens to film police in public as long as they don't disrupt their work. And civil liberty groups argue the First Amendment protects the right to film or photograph police. But local laws across the country vary. And questions of consent, privacy, and civil disobedience leave a lot open to interpretation, both for police and the courts.